you're invited to online healing retreats brought to you by AcousticHealth.com. These online events, called webinars, feature interactive workshops with many of the guests on healing conversations. These magical retreats allow you to join in from the comfort of your own home and gather together with listeners from around the world. You'll learn new healing modalities, meditation techniques, and spiritual tools from the teachings of new paradigm thinkers, healers, and spiritual teachers. Purchase individual retreats or buy the season event pass and enjoy 15 online healing retreats for less than $6 a show. Recordings are included. This is a great item for your personal spiritual library. Rejuvenate your spirit with these online healing retreats. Visit AcousticHealth.com and click on Online Healing Retreats. Namaste. to this fall series of Healing Conversations. I'm Loren Gailey, and I'm so happy you could join us. These Healing Conversations will inspire, uplift, and empower your life. Listen in to the 24 great speakers this season. For MP3s and transcripts, please visit AcousticHealth.com and click on Radio Show. You can also help spread the word on this radio show with all this wonderful information that you won't find in mainstream media by sharing this with your friends and loved ones. Be sure to share this webpage with them. The speakers that are gathering for this series of healing conversations will expand your consciousness and open your heart. Sit back and journey with us in this healing conversation. This is show number nine of the Fall Series 2012. Today we're talking about you and how you can truly learn to trust your inner self and fully let go and let God. My guest today is Nick Arandes, author of What Happens When You Let God. It's a practical guide on the teaching of A Course in Miracles. We're going to talk about how you can change your life through true forgiveness and surrender. Welcome, Nick. Thank you for joining us on Healing Conversations. Oh, thank you. I am very grateful for having the opportunity to have this to share this time with you and your listeners. So let's see what uh, spirits uh, want to say. <laughs> well, you are a very busy man traveling the world. You're from Puerto Rico. Before you became this great speaker, you're also a musician and a comedian. You had an awakening. I don't know if I usually use terms like awakening because, to be very honest with you, uh, the way I see myself is more like a, like a sheep. You know, a sheep to me is someone who is um, understand that there's only one shepherd. You know, and I am not it. You know, although I may be an extension, like we are, we are all extensions of that same source, but uh, I feel we're lost. 
and we need to go to one shepherd that can lead us there, and that shepherd is in your heart, is in your, is in yourself. Uh, therefore, I never, never saw myself as someone who can lead anybody into anything. I see myself more like somebody who's just opening his heart to God in whichever form that may take. And uh, from there, I just kind of trust that whatever it is that I'm doing is what I'm supposed to be doing, always recognizing that it's really, it's really for my own healing. And then from there, I can just remind all the sheep that I encounter in my, in my path that there's only one shepherd and to always turn inward, and that's pretty much it. So for me, I don't know if he was awakening or so. For me, what happened is that I spent over 20 years searching, like we all do at some point where our life doesn't work, or at least mine wasn't working. And even when I thought it was working, then I realized that it still wasn't working. You know, it's just like this a little a trick, a hand trick of the ego that we think that with things are going well, you know, that's, that life is working. But a lot of times, these are, could be, they could be distractions without realizing it. So after searching and uh, doing all my spiritual practices and uh, reading all sorts of books, uh, they were, of course, they were great uh, uh, steps because everything is a step. So definitely, I mean, they're, they're, everything is a blessing, you know. Uh, because every every path is going to lead us back to the same place. So, you know, you can never get lost in God. You can kind of choose to think you can be lost, but ultimately God's will is His will, or its will. It's not going to be anybody else's will, and I found that out after so much search. So what happened in 2009, uh, in November of two, no, 2007, November 2007, I did something that I'm not saying that it's something everybody has to do. It's just something what I had to do for my own clarity. I had to let go of everything that I was uh, that I was taught, everything I've learned, literally everything, every single thing that I've learned from every book, from every teaching, from everything. I really had to kind of let it go. And in that moment, I, I just opened myself to something. I said, you know, God, Spirit, I don't know whatever you want to call it. it just, I just don't know what to do anymore because I see a lot of different concepts and ideas and opinions, and and that's nice, but uh, I still don't don't feel peaceful. I, I still feel fearful and all that kind of stuff. So so then what happened is that when I opened myself to that through a series of synchronistic events, I was led to the teachings of the Course in Miracles. And what the Course in Miracles did for me is that it finally gave me the answer that I was always searching, and the answer is that simply recognize that you don't know absolutely anything, and then your mind will be open to the knowledge that is within you. And the knowledge is really not so much about what I do in the world. Actually, the knowledge is about remembering that I am not of this world and that the world is not my home, that my home is in God and it's in the mind. And then through that process, uh, of course, you have to go through layers of looking at all the stuff that I was so attached to until I finally could open myself more to the awareness that, that there's, there's, there's a being, there's a beingness, there's something that is what I really am. And then every time that I learn to identify myself with that, which is identifying with the peace of God, uh, then the world is just simply... Uh, uh, um, uh, a, a series of, uh, of, of sequences, of scenes, in which now they, each one, are, are just that, just like you look in a movie, at a picture or a movie. And then what happens now, every time that one of those scenes, for any way, for any, any way shape, or form, seems to, seems to affect me, that's an opportunity that I'm giving myself to return my, my awareness back to, to, to the mind. So I, I see myself as a very regular guy. I don't see myself as a, a spiritual teacher or a teacher or a guru or nothing special. I'm just somebody who's healing, I guess. Like, uh, and as I continue to return my mind to the awareness of the love and the, and the God that is within, I just kind of remind everybody that you also have this space, you have this available, and uh, you, don't, you don't need my book. You don't need to, to even hear me speak. You know, all you need to do is to be willing 
to turn inwards, and if you do so, you will have that uh, that experience that it's gonna. It's, I don't know. If, I don't know. It's gonna. It's gonna be for you. That might be different. Uh, but I, that's kind of what I do. I go all over the world, literally, and I just remind people to turn inward, and I never know if I'm going to go back again to that country, but they keep inviting me. I don't know if I'm going to go see them again. Uh, it's funny because it's, it's just total, the total opposite of what I was doing in the past. I don't, I, don't, I don't feel like I want to grow a ministry or anything. I'm not, I'm not trying to get uh, followers. I'm not I'm interested in any of that. I'm just sort of just kind of trusting that God is using me in whichever way I can to remind each of his children to turn to him. That's kind of what I do. I mean, I have a very easy job. I don't have to be an expert on anything. I don't have to claim that I know anything. All i got to do is remember, hey, you know, turn inward. God is in you. And, uh, and then I just kind of, it's kind of like the, the, the sheep handing over the sh- other sheep to a shepherd instead of me sort of trying to play the role of the shepherd. And really, that's it. <laughs> it's really that simple. It's not as complicated as it looked like. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then from there, the, the, the challenging part of this journey is that you're going to have to begin to start trusting that your life is unfolding perfectly. And this is the hardest part because we have a thought system of the ego, which is what he called the, which is the sense of separation, that wants to make sense out of everything. And the hardest part of this journey is that when you begin to turn your life inward to your true self, you technically are going to see your whole world falling apart, you know. So now there's a great quote from the scriptures that I will always remember that says, Seek you first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all of the things will be added on to you. What I found out that this was happening for me in my journey with metaphysics and spirituality is that for the most part, uh, a lot of times we don't realize that we don't really want the kingdom. We just want the things. What happens is we're trying to use the kingdom to get the things. And this is where a lot of the, the spiritual practices that involve even how to manifest things in your life and changing things in your life are very attractive because it keeps your attention on the things. So I, what I did with my life is I just took my attention away from the things. And I said, you know what, if I'm supposed to be under a bridge holding a sign that says I work for food, I'm not saying that I would like it, but I'm just I'm willing. And interestingly enough, in a very paradoxical manner, uh, it's been the opposite. I've just been getting called, invited to speak all over the world. I've just been getting a lot of, uh, I mean, my life in the in, in the area of the things, you could say, has changed dramatically to where I was. And you could say that it's doing well, but even even that, I'm not getting into the trap of thinking that it's good or bad. It's just, it's just what it is. It's another scene in, in my sequence of experiences, I'm just not going to allow any of those things distract me from my only goal. And the only goal is God. And if you make that your only goal, your only goal, you're going to be okay. Because that's all, that's, that's what, every spiritual experience, non-dualistic, like A Course in Miracles is, and, uh, you know, like the Vedantas and, uh, you know, or Buddhism or things like that, again, don't, don't confuse the way some people sort of teach some of those things. I'm talking about the essence of all those, uh, the essence of the scriptures when it says, be still and know that I'm God. It's always returning to the mind to be aware that you are God. That's what you are. You're not anything else. You're not this body. You're not this spiritual, I mean, this physical experience. What you are is something that cannot be described. Word cannot describe them. I remember a minister once, that once said, here's the thing about God. If you can think of it, that's not it. If you can imagine it, that's not it. If you can feel it, that's not it. If you can hear it, that's not it. If you can touch it, that's not it. If you can see it, that's not it. It's another way of saying that God is an experience that cannot be described within the context of the intellect. It's an experience that you will have when you let go of all the content in the intellect. You know, and that's sort of the, uh, the, the process. At least that's the way it has been for me. 
Uh, and I just always share it with, tell people that don't don't believe anything I say because again I'm just again I'm just a sheep just, just sharing. Just sort of if anything that I say uh, uh, resonates, you just kind of know if it's the thing, the little pebble that you may you may take with you. The only thing that I could say that it has been a, my consistent practice and is the only thing that has led me to to uh, to, uh, to be in a more uh, a stable place and uh, more of a conflict and even from where I do my best to make decisions is to always choose the peace of God. Remember that your only goal in life has to be the peace of God because that's all we want. If you try to make any other goal, whether it's money or relationships or anything in your life, you're deviating from the only goal, which is the peace of God, and now you're heading into a kind of warmth that is going to get, it's going to get ugly because that's usually what happens. Uh, because when you find out that we, we seek all these things in the world, relationships, we seek uh, the money, we seek attention, because at a much deeper level, we, we, what we want to say is, is some sense of a union with ourselves. But that union does not, can, cannot be experienced in the world because the world cannot offer you that. However, you can come from that place and then extend your union with the world. And that's a different uh, a place. It's not like no longer... I need a relationship is more like I am already in a relationship with myself, and this relationship that I have with myself is what I sort of extend to everything who I come into a relationship with. And then it's very paradoxical because it goes back to seeking first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. Because now it's really funny because the more I keep having this relationship with my, 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 myself, the more I do see how many people want to be in a relationship with me. And people that I could say that, man, if I would live in that country, I would be with that person or, or whatever. So there's no need to search for anything. There's no, there's no searching. Searching is always for the ego because the ego is the only one that feels incomplete. And the ego is the only one that needs to search for things in the world because it believes that the, word, the world is its source. Therefore, I'm going to try to do some sort of practice to get something in the world when in reality, every time that you seek something in the world is because at a much deeper level, I am feeling that I'm separate from God, and therefore I don't feel the wholeness that I am. So it's reverting the thought system through which we've been trained. And through all these 20 years of my seeking, that's what I was doing. I was trying to train my mind to function in the world, while the, something within me says, stop putting your focus in the world and put your focus on truth, which is inward. And if you're willing to do that, you, you may see your world changing, but don't get attached to that because this is not the goal. That's why we have to be very, very uh, uh, aware on, on this path. And I'm very clear that this path is not for everybody. Eventually it will because we all have to return home. So this is not, this, 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 from this, you cannot get away from this. But in this particular point, space and time, I'm very clear that not everybody's ready for this. People still want their illusions. They still want their, 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 their pleasures, and that's okay. I'm not saying that that's right or wrong. I'm simply saying that behind every pleasure, there's a pain, you know? And uh, eventually, that's what the Course in Miracles says, tolerance, tolerance for pain may be high, but it's not without limit. Sooner or later comes the time when you begin to ask yourself, there's got to be a better way. That's usually the time when we begin to start searching for some kind of a spiritual path <laughs> because the money didn't do it, the, the fame didn't do it, the relationship didn't do it, you know, and then we think, okay, what's going on here? And there's another line in the Course when Jesus says, if you want to be like me, I will teach you because you and I are the same. But if you want to be different, meaning if you still want to kind of play your life according to what you think is going to make you happy, okay, I'm going to have to wait until you change your mind. 
So I feel that what, what you refer to as my quote-unquote awakening is that my change of mind when in November of 2007, I finally said, okay, I can't do it. I just can't do it. And then I just allowed myself to be, to be done, so to speak. For the entire conversation, visit AcousticHealth.com and click on Radio Show and register for the 24-show series of Healing Conversations. I now leave you with music from the universe, literally created by the universe, as musical composer Phil Windsor assigned musical notes to mathematical equations, and the result is this beautiful music. Visit AcousticHealth.com.
Enjoy a free meditation download on how to activate 42 new chakra systems available to us now. Visit AcousticHealth.com and click on Meditations. That's AcousticHealth.com. Thank you and enjoy. Enjoy. 